0: I'm one of those people that I need stability and I like to kind of tread lightly, but still um, push myself. So
1: yeah, it's a lot. I'm so sorry. I'm gonna have I know. To no, play. listen, you're, you're saying <laughs> some. I'm over here just taking mental notes. Like you, you said some very key things. Um, I have to agree with you on my side, which I'll explain in a moment. What's going on, everybody? My name is Abby and welcome to another episode of Modern Day Unicorns. Today, I have a special guest that I'm going to allow To introduce ourselves, because this is the first time that we are speaking so i want to welcome you please tell us your name and about yourself
0: thank you so much i want to start by just saying thank you for considering me to be on your amazing show um my name is camille mcpherson i am a lot of things they call me like the jade of all trades i'm sure we'll dive more into that throughout this call um but i'm originally from toronto Toronto, Canada. I've been abroad for the past 11 years. I currently reside in Dubai. I love it here. This is home to me. Um, I am a program manager, and I also do a lot of other things like coaching. Um, I have a t-shirt website. I do events. (laughs) So um, I call myself a serial entrepreneur. I like to do a
1: lot of different things, and I don't think that I have to choose just one. So I do a lot. I do a lot. That's amazing. So, for for those of you who may not have caught on by now, uh, we we've, we've already kind of discussed it. Still don't know the details, but we actually share the same last name. Uh, so, in in a mutual group, and I saw uh, a post that you that you put up, and you was like, "Hey, we got the same last name." So, we've done surface life level digging. All in all, we all related somewhere. I believe, I believe it. So, Camille, you said you've, you're in Dubai, which I'm in Abu Dhabi. How long have you been maybe abroad or in this country? I'm aging myself here. I have been
0: in Dubai for 10 years. Well, okay. 10 years, since 2013. So, long time, long time. Um, but I've been abroad um, since 2012. So, I was in South Korea
1: for a year, 2012. Um, and then I moved here in 2013 and I've been here ever since. Well, there we go. So um, I believe what sparked my interest in even speaking with you is the, is the post that you did make in the group. And you were, in a sense, asking if anybody needed help, I guess, transitioning. So my assumption is that you came over here as an educator. I did. Absolutely. Your assumption is correct. Um,
0: you know, my journey is all over the place. I feel like whatever I'm telling about my journey, you've got to have a map because it's all over the place. So Um, As I mentioned, I'm, you know, originally from Toronto, Canada, I um, got a BA in health and society, didn't really know where I was going to, you know, go with that. Um, Then I went and did my master's in education. And um, at the time, it was really difficult. The Canada Canadian structure for education is very different. It's really hard to get a teacher's college in Canada, which I believe in the States, it's not so hard, but in Canada, it's very difficult. So I ended up applying to a college in um, Buffalo, which was about two hours from my home. But what it allowed me to do was have a teaching certification in both New York State and in Ontario. So I was like, okay, great. Expensive, yes. <laughs> but um, it was, you know, going to make me a little bit more versatile where, you know, when I finished, I was like, okay, I can try to get a job at either or place. Now, backfired completely. Because when I finished, <laughs> um, teachers in Canada are actually treated pretty well, and and they don't retire as early. And so there were no jobs in Canada when I finished. And in the states, there happened to be a hiring freeze on international teachers, which I was assumed to be. So I had spent all this money on a master's in education and had no job. And so the um, one of my professors was like, "Why don't you consider teaching abroad?" And so me, being me, jumped on the computer. Um, you know, I did my research and I was like, UAE, that's for me. Like, it's, it's just giving me all the good vibes. So, of course, I reached out to a recruiter and they were like, you need some experiences. Like, you can't just come over here with no experience. And I was like, well, how do I do it? I can't get a job in Canada. I can't get a job in the States. So um, I went to Korea and I loved my experience in Korea. Uh, although I spent only a year, um, I made friends that are still my friends today. Um, I met my husband there, which is like huge. Tomorrow is our 10 year wedding anniversary, which is wild. Um, I wouldn't change my Korean experience at all. I love that country. I have not been back since, but I do plan to visit. Um, so yeah, I went to Korea, did my year, got my, you know, experience that I needed. And then um, my husband and I got married and, you know, we've been here ever since. So that's yeah, that's the journey to the UAE. I know
1: that was a lot, but yeah. No, no, that's that's great because I mean it's awesome to always hear somebody else's journey and how they got here. Uh, I'll give you mine briefly, but yeah. um <laughs> I didn't want to be a teacher at all. Uh my undergrad is sports, entertainment, and event management. Then in order for me not to pay student loans back, what did I do? I went back to school and got took out more loans to get a master's of business administration had no idea what I was doing with my life at that particular time. And so I went into an AmeriCorps program, happenstance. I happened to meet somebody I went to church with that allowed me to have knowledge of this program. So I went and did an AmeriCorps program, which is like the Peace Corps stateside. I did that for two years. And then it was an organization called Playworks, which helps teach children how to play at recess instead of, essentially fighting. So we're giving them, you know, group management strategies and allowing them to have a good time on break instead of trying to pull each other's hair out. Anyway, I fell in love with the idea of helping children, you know, be better individuals with play. Then I went back to school, to, well, not traditional school, to get my teaching certification to become a physical education teacher. Taught in Washington, D.C. for two and a half years. And then I actually visited Dubai Um, And my Spanish teacher from high school lived over here who opened my eyes up to the opportunity to teach abroad, which I was like, I thought they only taught English. I don't want to teach English. And she was like, I teach Spanish over here. So I was like, I could teach PE, looked into it, went to a job fair, got a job in Dubai teaching physical education. And so as I've given you that insight, we're now going to kind of segue into the fact that you were a teacher here. And yes. talk a little bit more about that particular transition and and like why.
0: Right. So um, I love teaching. I think, you know, it's something that will always stick with me, uh, whether I'm teaching kids or helping my friends learn a new task. I think, you know, teaching has always been with me. But um, as I'm sure, you know, many people that you've encountered as educators, they get burnt out and it's tough. It can be really tough. So Um, when I first got here, I loved it. Um, I taught for six years in a suburb of the UAE called Al Ain, uh, a little bit more remote. I learned some Arabic, so my Arabic skills are pretty decent. Um, and then I think that was my first kind of, you know, segue into one of my passions, which is art. Um, and, uh, that came from teaching kids that had never seen, maybe someone that looked like me, dressed like me, but also on the reverse, I was given all of these books and resources to teach them with kids that didn't look like them, <laughs> which was really frustrating. Um, and so I started creating clip art for teachers here of kids in Kandoras and in Abayas. So um, I started Teachers Pay Teachers um, site. And um, I put up, you know, some of my resources, some of my clip art. Um, And so I kind of did that throughout, you know, the first couple of years. And I still actually maintain that I'm actually in the middle of of revamping it. Um, It's called Teaching from Square One. And that's kind of still how I stay connected to education in, you know, the way that is most comfortable for me. Um, And then uh, I moved into Dubai in 2019. And that's when the pandemic hit and teaching became extremely exhausting. Um, but I was one of those ones that grasped grasped onto um, distance learning very well using technology. I'm, you know, I'm very comfortable with technology and learn quite quickly, I would say. Um, and so then I started creating a lot of digital activities, which is primarily, you know, the focus now at my teacher's pay teacher store. Um but then I was just burnt out. I was tired. I wanted to try something new. I'm always wanting to learn new things. And, um, you know, my community here that I've built, I'm really grateful for them. You know, they always are pouring into me and saying, you know, you're so good at this. Why don't you try this? Why don't you do this? Um, and so, um, I decided I was going to leave teaching and maybe try something else. Um, and I went in, um, as a program manager. Um, to help uh, oil and gas company come up with like new cultural values, which was really cool. It was an um, a, a interesting role in the sense that, of course, like it was a great way to segue into corporate. Um, and I was able to use a lot of the transferable skills that teachers have. I think teachers are the most, you know, skilled people <laughs> for sure. Um, so many talents. Um, and then that was a short contract. So it kind of gave me a t- taste of like freelancing, like, you know, bringing certain skills to the table that, you know, corporate. Companies find valuable. Um, and then um, I was presented with a role at, I you don't know what they call them, Fang Company or the Mama Company, one of those top companies, um, as um, a program manager. Um, so for me, it was a great transition because I was still able to stay in a learning and development space, but I wanted to learn and develop in certain ways. And the company that I worked for, working for I'm currently working for really thrives on um, learning and continuing to develop yourself. And I think for me, I need that. I think in education, I, I wasn't given that space to grow anymore and develop myself. And so for me, this has been a really great um, transition in that I still can pursue my own passions, but I've got that flexibility and I'm still developing myself in other ways. Um, and so right now, Um, I'm in a a space where I'm, you know, I am pushing myself to, you know, develop my areas of, you know, entrepreneurship. But um, I still have that stability that I think some people still thrive on. It's really hard to, you know, take the risk and just dive right into, you know, anything that you want to be full time. But I'm one of those people that I need stability and I like to kind of tread lightly, but still um, push myself. So
1: yeah, it's a lot. I'm so sorry. You're have I know, to start no, no, like... listen, you're, you're saying some, I'm over here just taking mental notes. Like you, you said some very key things. Um, I have to agree with you on my side, which I'll explain in a moment, but I feel like teachers are the best content creators on the planet and severely undervalued for the ability that we have to take pretty much nothing and turn it into some things, right? Um, And so uh, my transition outside of traditional education, which I'll tell people, especially like when I introduce uh, myself, I'm like, I am a former traditional educator. I'm still educating. I'm always going to be an educator. I just don't want to be in the confines of a building all the time. Um, I still substitute from time to time. Uh, But my transition happened when I was able to come over here and get my rent paid for and make some decent tax free money and Things of that nature, so I was able to, you know, buy some camera equipment, invest in some courses, and so my interest peaked when it came to content creation. So I started, you know, as a PE teacher, you know, recording highlights for the sports days or whatever was going on in school, and I, you know, began to really enjoy it. Even got to the point where I was getting a stipend uh, for producing some things for the schools, and then you know, I submitted a proposal for me to either get my class load reduced or for them to transition me full-time to be able to, you know, create media. And it was declined. And so I said, cool, if I can't do it, I don't want to just sit here and do what is good for you. I need another challenge. This. So when you were, I can relate hundred percent when it's just like, if teachers, when teachers get bored, it's dangerous for us. Yes. If we can't learn and explore and experiment and succeed and fail, we're just an empty campus. Like we're just, we're just there. And it began to get too routine for me. So I needed a challenge. So I, I decided not to resend my contract. Almost been two years now, two two full school years now. And I uh, got my freelance license in Abu Dhabi and have been on my creative journey ever since. Um, finally in a position to where things are a little bit more stable, um, st- but still, you know, working it out. So I commend you, of course, for, you know, using the corporate side to be able to do that. And I think yeah, another reason why I wanted to have this conversation with you—we have, have a lot, in my opinion, a lot of friends who are just like we're educators or young educators, and you know, COVID did a number on us. COVID, yeah. that one or two years—if you were still teaching during COVID—that was like 15 years. COVID did a number on us. I think if if it weren't for COVID, I'd probably still be teaching. But all and we were we were hybrid like or whatever it's so, literally i'm a dj like i'm having kids on zoom right now that i got kids in front of me so i'm just like stop get off your bunk bed get up stop. so that it was it was low-key traumatic so education for a lot of and and so I, I feel for my friends who are still in the classroom who have the desire to try something different but you know we need money so uh, when you when when your post popped up and I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm giving information on you know how to transition and what you can do, um, it piqued my interest as well because I'm technically out, right? And I feel like the stuff that I'm getting into, I want my other friends to be free too. Like I feel sorry for education, but it's just like it's 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 getting unhealthy. Yeah, um, at this point in time, yeah, absolutely. And and I think you know when I made that trend that transition, a lot of
0: you know, people stepped up and say like, Hey, like, how did you do it? And um, you know, it's not easy. And there are steps that we can take. But at the same time, I feel like as educators, we're meant to feel like, you know, your skill set is only, you know, beneficial in one area. And that's not the case um, at all. Um, there are so many careers and paths that educators can take outside of the classroom using skills that they've, you know, developed over the years and just be literally top tier candidate material. Um, You just have to know how to present yourself um, and finesse some of the things that you, you know, have done over the years into a corporate, into corporate language on your CV. And um, that's what I feel I can, I can help with because I had to go through it and learn the hard way, but um, I've come out um, feeling very, very positive about my skill set now, um, and what I can bring to the table and what other educators that, like, for example, Nearpod, you know, that was something that, you know, or Seesaw that we used, you know, in distance education. I run into a corporate setting and they're like, wow, this is amazing. Like stuff that you wouldn't even think, um, you know, so yeah, I think it's really just changing your mindset and shifting your mindset, um, and just believing that you can do more, and if you want more, grow for more,
1: for sure. So I know that this is going to be—we'll have—we'll have another conversation for the sake of this particular episode. Because I'm—I'm super intrigued, but I don't want to be on here for for three hours with you. <laughs> so, so here's here's what I'll say, or here's the question that I have at the moment is: So we're abroad. We have friends that are educators who live here. UAE, says second home. I love it. It's my third home because I'm British as well, but. Um, so we think that it is a school that is the guarantee that we can remain in the country. Can you speak on your transition from leaving your school, who was your sponsor, to now transitioning job? Because I think that's the major thing. Like if I don't resign my contract, I have what, 30 days to figure something out before I have to leave or try to do a visa run or whatnot. But I think that that is one of the main hooks between educators who want to transition that don't leave because they're like, I still want to, I might still want to be here. I don't want to go home. I still want to be here, but they're the ones that allow me to be here. So, how do you speak to that particular transition in terms of, you know, the legalities of being able to remain in the country?
0: Right. Um, I understand that mindset because I understand my blessing on the other side that I am married. I had a partner at the time that could sponsor me which made things a million times easier, Um, you know, so I get that. Um, But the UAE has continued to grow and allow people to stay longer and to, to, um, you know, invest in themselves as a freelance or, um, you know, a business owner. So um, I would say that the first thing to do is, of course, you want to make sure that you're in a position to do you know, to transition. And that means you might need to have some savings in an emergency fund. You might need to do some research on, you know, how you can stay in the country, what, you know, permits might be available, what licenses might be available to you um, in that time period. You might have to do some border runs in the meantime. Um, For me, again, I I tend to take more of a safe route at times, but I would, you know, take the steps, which is part of the service that I provide and Grow for More in stepping up, you know, fixing up your CV, reaching out to people, you know, um, and networking. I network everywhere I go. Um, I love talking and meeting new people. So, um, making sure that you kind of, you know, put yourself in circles where, you know, if you want to transition, you can reach out to that network, um, and, you know, see what's out there for you. But yeah, I think, you know, that is a a realistic fear, you know, leaving something that gives you stability. I I totally understand that. I just I didn't have that weight on my shoulders, and I understand that that is a blessing. But there are opportunities for you to find stability in other ways, you know, whether that be again through a freelance license or um, doing border runs, and then of course reaching out and utilizing the network that's available here. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so you gave your tips already, which I'm grateful for. <laughs> so what I would like um, as we kind of land this particular plane right here is I'd love for you to share some information about the services that you do offer for other people. And then I'll have you a little bit uh, later just share specific details as to how they can reach out to you. But uh, walk us through, you know, if you were to get a new client, what type of services you would be able to, to help them with.
0: Right. So. I think it's important to also acknowledge that there are some teachers that still love education and don't want to leave, but they want to make more money. And I get that. That was me. So, um, you know, there are some teachers that really don't know how to start a teacher's pay teachers or start a blog or start selling some of their resources. A lot of teachers are creating stuff daily and then just using them for that day and putting it aside. People will buy these things. So um, I can teach you how to um, bring your ideas to life because there are some people that maybe aren't tech savvy and don't really know, you know, the ins and outs of PowerPoint or Canva. So if you're looking to create something that you really just don't know how to get it, you know, bring it to light, um, I can help with that. You know, I'm pretty skilled with PowerPoint and Canva and, you know, all of the other platforms in between. So if you're looking to just, you know, develop some sort of passive income through, you know, using resources, I'm happy to help with that. Um, I'm also providing services on transitioning out um, into whatever that passion may be. Um, Over the 10 years that I've been here, I have built a network of um, a great community. Um, And I've just learned a lot. So, you know, if there's something that you would like to start, I can usually point you in the right direction. Um, If you want to get some help with your CV, um, I can do that as well. Uh, so, um, yeah, just kind of all things. I want people to live the life that they want to live and be happy. I think that life is too short to be doing something that you don't like. And I think that, um, changing your mindset is really, really important. Um, and so, you know, if you're just looking for someone to coach, you know, someone to vent and, you know, again, hold your hand and, and like, let's do this together let's get
1: you on the right path. I'm, I'm that person. That's amazing. That's amazing. Listen, folks, uh, if you haven't been paying attention and, you know, uh, the educators, because I'm assuming that you're you're not necessarily just close to people who are in the UAE. But, if you know, educators who are looking to build that passive income or looking to kind of figure out what can I what else can I do? uh, This would be a a great individual to reach out to um, because the need is great. Um, And I am very hopeful for education in the future. And we just might need a little, you know, some gap years before we can come back. Because like I said, my heart is always with education. I just, I substitute and I'm just like, oh my gosh, yes. this is a lot. I just yes. I just, just sub for three days and I'm just like, I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get that. Listen. So uh, can you please share all the places and spaces that people can contact you Uh, to get to know more about you and the things that you offer? Uh, Yes.
0: So I have an Instagram page, just my personal Instagram page, to be fair. It is lady underscore cam cam. I pretty much have everything linked in my bio there, but happy for anyone to reach out directly through DM grow for more dot. Club um is the uh website that you can find out, you know, services specific to transitioning out of teaching, or if you want to teach abroad, or if you want to learn how to um, you know, get some passive income going. Um I what was also, the ending I mean, of that, was at L-U-B or uh, dot club, yes. And then club, the, oh, sorry, club, gotcha. club, yeah. um I've also got a t-shirt website. <laughs> we didn't get to talk about all of that. Um, I will, um, that's also linked in my bio. Um, it's called dope teas for me, double E on the me. Um, I have a a picnic event (laughs) website here, um, and Instagram page it's called picnic.dxb.events. Um, so any small events or big events, really, actually, I've started to do a lot more big events as well. Um, if you're looking to have, you know, some sort of private event or you, you want to bring an event to life, I'm your girl. So lots of different handles, but happy for everyone to just reach out to me on uh, lady underscore camcam, And then I can, again, direct you to whatever channel is best and we can keep the conversation going.
1: Excellent. Excellent. Well, listen, you heard it here, folks. We have wonderful resources out there to get things done and completed. So if you are a modern day unicorn or you know anybody that is, please Feel free to reach out to me. I love to continue to have these conversations. So until next time, we will see you.